Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to the 21 Seconds Podcast. I'm your host, Colt White, and this episode is brought to you by Dunn Ranch, located in Winniewood, Oklahoma. Standing Jess Lips, One Valiant Hero, Highest Fire, Dash Master Jess, and the Young Well-Bred Sire, PYC Fun and Fancy. This is one of my favorite stallion lineups in the whole country. Make sure you book a breeding to one of them in 2021. They are all definitely worth the stud fee. If breeding a stud is not what you're looking for, then don't worry. Dunn Ranch also folds out mares for you. They can take care of your embryo transfers and semen transfers. They're also one of the best in the country when it comes to sales prep. They can pretty much help you with anything at Dunn Ranch. So for more info, go find them on Facebook or Instagram. And you can find their website at dunranch.com or give them a call at 580-279-6666. That's 580-279-6666. As always, we'll start off the show talking about the stakes recap from the past weekend and we'll begin at Evangeline Downs, December the 12th, we had three stakes races on the card down there in Louisiana. Starting off with race seven, the Evangeline Downs Derby, $111,000 purse at 400 yards. And it was a good one with the winner as Jess B1. A three-year-old gelding by PYC Painter Wagon. Out of the Mr. Jess Perry mare, Jess B Mighty. Was bred in Oklahoma by Homer Hill, owned by Gene Cox, Trey Ellis the trainer, and the jockey Juan Garcia Jr., Jess B1 paid $13 for the win, $9.20 to place, $5.40 to show. That was the first stakes win of Jess B1's career. He was a finalist in the Heritage Place Futurity and the Heritage Place Derby earlier in his career, but he finally gets a much-deserved stakes victory in the Evangeline Downs Derby. So congratulations to the winning connections of Jess B1. Second was number six, Wager on Your Wagon with Antonio Alberto aboard. Third was the seven, Wagons Dash with Everardo Rodriguez. And fourth was number four, I'm a Tempting Girl with Manuel Gutierrez. Cool thing about this race, the top three finishers were all sired by PYC Painter Wagon. And another PYC Painter Wagon was also in the field. He just ran farther back. That's pretty impressive. The three PYCs run first, second, and third here in the Evangeline Downs Derby. You don't see that very often. Race eight was the Samstown Stakes, $20,000 purse, 350 yards. Three-year-olds and up running in this one. And your favorite was the winner. That was number four, SS Classy Jess. A four-year-old mare by Rock Solid Jess out of the Royal Shakem Mare, high-class broad. Edgar Rosales, the owner. Jose Carrizales trains. And the winning jockey, Juan Garcia. SS Classy Jess paid $5.20 for the win, $3.60 to place, and $3 to show. That was, what, her sixth stakes win of the year, I'm, I'm pretty sure? Fifth or sixth, something like that. Pretty impressive in her own right. She's earned over 200 and some odd thousand now. So congratulations to the winning connections of SS Classy Jess in the Samstown Stakes. Second was number six, Portfolio, with Victor Urieta Jr. up. Third was the one, Black Casador with David Alvarez. And fourth was the seven, Hot Damn Bama Lamb and Juan Garcia Jr. What a race by SS Classy Jess, though. Race 9 was the Evangeline Downs Futurity, $317,000 purse at 400 yards. And it was a good one with a big upset win. That was number 1, Rumor Going Round. He's my favorite cartel out of the Corona Cartel mare, Attack the Cartel. Well, when you got that many cartels in your bloodline, you ought to be a big runner. 
Owned by Juan Pastrana, Alonzo Neri, the trainer, and Victor Urieta Jr. had the winning ride. Rumor going round made her second career start here in the finals. She won, or actually, she ran second in the trials in her first time out. So only her second race and gets a big futurity win underneath her belt. It was a big upset, too. Paid $28.80 for the win, $11.60 to place, and $9.40 on the show. Second was the three, Louisiana Blue Fire, who paid $16.20 to place and $7.60 to show. Special Mariposa was the was third and paid $5.80 for the show. Fourth was the eight, BP Fancy Fling, with Manuel Gutierrez aboard in that one. It was a good race, and rumor going around ran a great one. So that wraps up stakes at Louisiana. Let's move on to California for this past weekend. Saturday at Los Alamitos was the big one. The grade one, $600,000 champion of champions going 440 yards, a classic quarter horse distance. It was a magnificent race. Great horses and one of the best champion of champions I've watched in a long time. Your winner, an upset winner, number six, a political pence. He's a four-year-old gelding by a political Jess out of the Trace Sace Mare, Sin City. Owned by Dunn Ranch and Valeriana Racing, John Cooper, the trainer. The winning jockey, Raul Valenzuela. That was a political Pence's first grade one win of his career. They mentioned in the post parade before the race, he's the only one in the field that hadn't won a grade one up to that point. I guess Pence heard that because he ended up winning this grade one. He paid $26.20 for the win, $9.80 for the place, and $5.60 for the show. Drifted in a little bit and nearly was caught by Tell Cartel, who ended up second. Tell Cartel, one of the favorites in the field, paid $4.60 on the place, $3.20 to show. Third was another favorite, powerful favorite, with Eduardo Nicasio in the irons, $3.60 to show for powerful favorite. Made a late run there on the end. And then fourth was number five, <laughs> Chocolatito, with Oscar Andrade Jr. in the saddle. So congratulations to the winning connections of Apolitical Pence. And here's the race call for you brought to you by Dunn Ranch Sunday out at Los Alamitos was the Los Alamitos 2 million futurity. The, one of the biggest futurities there of the year. The biggest futurity of the year, the deuce. And it was race eight on the card. Of course, a grade one. And one of the toughest two millions we've seen in a long, long time. Won by number six, a political patty. A filly by a political blood out of the Corona cocktail mare, a perfect cocktail. Owned by the Walker Family Trust, Monte Arosa the trainer, and Armando Cervantes had the winning ride. A political patty paid $14 for the win, $8.80 to place, $4.40 to show. What a race it was by a political patty. It almost looked like she had it won from the time the gates opened. She just had a powerful stride on her Sunday night. There was no doubt she was going to be the winner. 
But coming on late was number two, Flashback, uh, sired by First Crop Sire Moon and the Eagle. And third was number seven, A Political Gold, the Golden State Million Futurity winner with Jimmy Brooks in the saddle. He was third. And then fourth was the one, Monopolist, with Oscar Andrade Jr. up. Rest of the field rounding out, Doc Lamb, SC Divas Cartel Man, Ain't She Tempting, Famous Cartel Jess, Terrific Temper, and Counting the Ways rounded out the field. So congratulations to the winning connections of A Political Patty. And once again, here's a race call. Racing! A Political Patty and SC Divas Cartel Man with A Political Gold are quickly into stride. It's the gray A Political Patty leading the charge from SC Divas Cartel Man and A Political Gold. A Political Patty is sizzling for the turn of foot the rest could only dream of. She wins the two million futurity. Flashback through along the inside into the exacta. Joining me now is the sponsor of the show and an owner that has won multiple graded stakes races this year, including the Grade 1 Champion of Champions on Saturday, Mr. Matt Dunn. First of all, congratulations on your big win with A Political Pants. What was that moment like to win the Champion of Champions? It was a really good moment. We went into the to the finals that night, you know, knowing we had two bullets in the gun and, and – um, um, you know, both horses, we felt like we had a, had a chance, but, you know, Pence, we raised from a baby. So, um, it was a little more special with, with him, him getting it done. He had a perfect trip. So, um, just had, had luck on our side that night and, and, um, and he ran good. I mean, he always gives us a chance in every race that he runs. So, um, you know, we knew we had a shot with a minute, but again, it was, it was a little more gratifying just, uh, with him and, and just the history with him and raising him. So it was a, it was a really exciting night. You got any good pen stories from when he was younger that pretty interesting now? Uh, well, it was a kind of a weird deal the way that the way that we ended up with him. Um, we, we bought the mayor from, from, um, a friend of mine. Well, actually I met him when I, we bought that mayor, the, the, uh, Sin City mayor. And, um, when we got that deal done, then um, he had a political jest breeding, and he asked if I wanted to partner on on that breeding with a mare getting an embryo. So I did, and of course that's Pence. And uh, and when when we done that deal, we were partners on a few horses, and we decided to kind of run our own. And and uh, weird thing is, is I I let him pick the first horse, and it was uh, he picked the Jess Perry that we had and uh and then i picked pence and uh and it just kind of worked out that way so but it, it, it was a good deal um he passed away a few um uh, years ago now and uh it uh he was he was the biggest biggest fan of pence through the whole deal so um it was it was a neat deal and um pence has been a blessing for us for sure now, how early on did he show some talent? Was it early, or because I know he was in all those good races, a two-year-old too. So, did he show early talent as a yearling, or what? You no, know, yeah, early. Um, I remember, um, you know, Wayne Wood broke him, and I remember we were in Vegas for the NFR the year he was getting broke, and um, I stayed out there, and Blaine and them went back home. They've been out there uh, with us, and they went back home, and he called me. Uh, the next day, I guess they'd worked him, and he said, "I think we got a runner here." And I said, "Oh yeah, which one?" And, and he said, "Political pants." And I said, "Well, that's good, you know." So you never know, you know, that early. But um, then we uh, we got to got to Remington, and and he broke his maiden, and and done it done it pretty easy. And then um, 
we uh, we ran again, and it was uh, I don't remember which little stakes race. Uh, Lyco Bird, maybe birds. I think it was the Lyco yeah, Bird. Bird. That's what it was. It was Lyco Bird ran in that, and he ended up running third. But I mean, he had the field blown away, and he, he seen the screen at at Remington, and I mean, he just he just flew to the outside when he seen that screen, got scared, and they they bumped him back to third um in that race but he had him beat easy so we knew we knew early um that that he could run and he just he just continued to to show talent and the biggest thing about him is he's just such a such a kind horse and just easy to be around um always always willing to please sound never had an issue with him soundness wise so he's just he's really the perfect horse you know i mean he just he's been he's been great every race that he runs and he gives you a shot breaks really well i mean the few races that we haven't haven't been in it he's he's stumbled out of the gates or fell down and and um but that's just not very often i mean he gives you a chance every time now as you know that win put him over the million dollar mark in earnings which is something not many quarter horses can accomplish how special is it to see his name alongside of other great millionaires of the sport no it's 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 wonderful like i said this year for us just in general has been such a such a great year and such a blessing and so many people have been involved and you know all of our help and trainers and and um and to see the success and everything come together with all the 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 failures that we have that a lot of people don't see or realize um you know as many as we breed as many as we buy as much as we do um there's a lot of stuff that that goes wrong and and um you know this this business can can you know keep you humble and and uh, when 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 things like that happen and you get horses like that it makes it all worth it and um and it's just it's it's a sense of accomplishment and um feels really good so um we're we're proud of him and proud of the program and what we're doing and and um it just it makes it fun now if he stays sound next year can we expect to see him back on the track Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely the plan right now. We're deciding, um, he's in the Brad McKenzie out at that loss out and we're right now deciding, I think those trials are in January. We're just trying to decide whether we want to give him a good break before Remington or run him in that, try to get qualified for the champion of champions for next year and, um, go ahead and do it or, or just, you know, just lay him off, skip that and then, and then go, go back to Remington. But the plan today is, you know, we're going to, we're going to continue to run. He's sound. Um, and we just don't want to, we don't want to burn him out. We want him to like his job. And, and, um, and right now we're just trying to manage him and wait, waiting for him to tell us what he wants to do. Right. Now let's talk about another homebred of yours, Southern wagon. Who's in the Southern California Derby this weekend. What's the latest on her? Uh, she's doing really well. Um, she pulled up really good after the, after the trials and, um, She's ready to run. This will be her last race. Um, plan is to retire her after this and and um, and breed her, um, put her in the broodmare band. So uh, right now, you know, she pulled up really well after the race. She feels like a million bucks. Um, I'm praying. I mean, it's a really tough field out there um, oh, in yeah. that derby. It's really tough. And, uh, you know, I don't know if she can get it done or not. I think we'll have a chance. I think if she breaks, she's going to give us all she's got. And, um uh, you know, I'm just praying that we can retire her sound and uh, and and you know put her in the broodmare band and and continue continue with her and really uh, excited to see see the babies and what kind of mama she's going to be. So hoping for a win on the way out, but we're going to take whatever 
whatever they give us and and uh, and be happy she's been a she's been a great great horse for us speaking of breeding breeding season's coming up so why don't you tell everybody the services y'all offer at dunn ranch well you know we've got a lot of mares coming in right now um we put a lot under lights for people to get them going going early um fallouts are coming in right now um um daily we've got fallouts coming in people to uh to fold their mares out you know i'm proud to say that last year i think we fold out 165 don't quote me on that and uh, and didn't lose any babies um every everything was good um we've got a great staff 24-hour care um of course we we do embryo transfers there we uh we manage ICSI for several clients um and uh, of course do all the breeding and everything else so um looks like it's going to be a really busy year um and uh we're just we're geared up i think we're probably um as staffed as any place out there probably overstaffed to be honest with you um but you know with with horses and and the the, the care that they deserve that's what it takes and um, i think that's why we've been able to be successful just uh just going that extra step that these owners deserve and, um, and treating every horse like they're mine. And that's, that's the truth. You know, I go, I go to my place and, and, and look at these horses and I treat every mare just like it's my own. You know, if, 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 uh, if, if there's something going on with that mare, then, you know, I'm right in the middle of it and I want to, I want to, uh, make sure that it gets resolved. And, and when we're breeding a mare, you know, or flushing an embryo, I'm right there just, just, praying that it works you know just like everybody else so um, i think that makes the difference you know having heart and our staff's the same way i mean we've got a great staff so um they really they really do it right and um and it makes the makes a world of difference in this business oh definitely you got to keep people coming back now you guys focus on the mare power a lot over there what are some of your top mares you're excited about for this next year um you know i've got for for my mares um, of course, you know, it, it's always exciting. You know, we've Runaway Wave lives with us, and, and it's not our mayor. It's Dan Lucas's mayor, um, and Sammy the Candy lives with us, um, and that's Brian Gunder's mayor. So we're, we're proud of those. But my mares in particular in the breeding, um, I don't know. I'll probably forget some. I'm really excited on Southern Wagon. You know, she's just getting started. I've got a mare named uh, Seduction. She ran really good at Los Alamos. She slabbed, um, but she was she was really fast. She's a, she's a foose out of a mare called Tracy. And Tracy is a, uh, a trace station runaway wave. It's the only one um, that was ever born Philly. And I own her too. Tracy is a very important mare um, um, for me. Um, of course, Mary Southern Policy, you know, the Southern Wagons Mama, Sin City. Um, and then we, we purchased um, a perfect cocktail, which that's Apolitical Patty's Mama and uh, Zuma for Spuds. So we were fortunate enough to, to purchase her. So excited about breeding her and, and um and seeing what we can do there so um but it's gonna be exciting year you know i mean when you've got when you've got those kind of mares that you're breeding it's always exciting and you know shuffling around different things that that you feel like is going to work i mean i've put a lot of time and effort you know i was talking to a friend the other day you know and he said man i'm just now seeing that that this 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 is there's a strategy to this you know there's there's a it's not just a matter of just throwing the throwing a stallion to a mare or, you know, throwing a horse in a race. And, and I do, I spend a lot of time um, studying that and trying to put that perfect situation together and trying to manage that to, to be successful. And, and, and sometimes it don't work, but when it does work, it's, it's, it's really, um, 
it's a gratifying feeling and it's it's uh makes it a lot of fun of course you i can't let you go before you tell everyone about your stack sire lineup over there tell us about your racing studs as well as some of your barrel studs that have been making headlines here lately okay um well we've got Dash Master Jesse has been there since day one. Um, he is just, he's a gentle giant. Um, one of the smartest horses that you'll ever be around. Um, he's, he's great. And, um, and we had a really good, um, turnout of mares with him that first year I got him and they'll be on the track next year. So I think, I think you're going to see, um, a big showing in Dash Master Jess next year when his babies hit the track, the, the big, the big crop. I think we bred 70 something mares to him, but, wow. um, highest fire is another one. He had a huge, huge crop that uh, that we bred, um, and uh, and he's done really well. He's a he's a very nice horse. Um, Pyc fun and fancy. Um, he he's he's still his babies are just winglings, and they look amazing. Um, you know, if anybody gets a chance to come by the ranch, I've got some some babies that um, that you know everybody always wonders what they're going to look like, and and they they do not disappoint. I'm telling you, they don't. Um, they look great. One Valiant Hero, of course, you know, everybody knows him. He's starting to finally to show up and, and, and his babies are running. Um, you know, you'd look, I, I've got a, I've got his babies in my, in my, um, Equibase and it shows, shows when they run. And I'm telling you, when you really watch his babies, everything seems like it lights the board no matter what. And he didn't have a lot out there running from before, but again, we bred several, I think 80 something mares to him last year. So he's gonna, he's gonna really, um, really pick up as far as seeing his babies on the track and that's going to make a big difference. Um, so we're really excited about him. And then, um, of course, Jess Lips, um, he had one just win the, uh, dash for cash fraternity and had one run second, in the all American. So you can't leave him out. You know, I think, I think, um, I think he's one that's been overlooked a little bit in years past, but he's really getting a lot of, a lot of contracts out. And I think that, uh, I think people are really happy with his babies. puts puts on the ground a really big, nice, good boned baby, and uh, and that's something that's uh, that owners are looking for. So, um, and then and then uh, barrel stallions. We've got a, a stallion, uh, Palomino Sunfrosted Rocket. He's done really well for us. Uh, babies look great. Babies are are winning in the barrel pen. He was a winner. Um, MCM Mama Hoss. That's a that's a, a Trace Ace out of Mulberry Canyon Moon. Um, and uh, his babies are, are yearlings now, and they are phenomenal. Um, a lot of people have came and bred to him just because of that family, and now they're seeing his babies, and it's it's really it's really been easy to sell breedings to him. Um, and the Moscato fame, that's that's a new stallion that we've got, a barrel stallion. He's a dash to fame out of that same mare, out of Mulberry Canyon. That was a mare that we owned and, um, and that we lost uh, a couple years ago, but um, he is – his baby, same thing, look phenomenal, um, and they're not they're not in the barrel pen yet, but um, he's got a lot of interest too. So, like I said, I mean, I feel like that our stallion lineup, it's an affordable lineup. Um, that 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 those those stallions are sires that that, that put runners um, in the barrel pen and put runners on the track, and that's that's just the truth of it. You know, I mean, they we've 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 turned away a lot of stallions to build this lineup and and a lineup that we believe in. And uh, there's not a stallion there that I don't breed to my own mares, and, and I've told all owners that that's just the way I do things. If I don't believe any, then then I don't think it's fair for me to to stand him there and to to try to promote something that I don't believe in. So um, it's a it's an exciting deal, and I think people are seeing that. You know, you don't have to go out and spend a 
a, a ton of money on all these breedings all the time, you can still get a good value out there and still get your runner you're looking for. Let's go over some stakes race picks for this upcoming weekend. We got some from Los Alamitos and Evangeline this weekend. We'll start Friday at Los Alamitos. Two divisions of the A Ransom Handicap, both purses at $20,000 and 350 yards. A field of eight in the first division. Let's go over the field first. Number one is made over at 4-1 to one on the morning line. The two, Victorioso Dynastia at 8-1. to one. Dr. Tool is the three at 6-1. to one. Spring favorite is number four at 12-1. to one. Dr. Gene wears the five at 5-2. to two. Favorite Rock is number six at 15 to one. The seven is Mr. Ricks at two to one. And the eight is Max My Bullets at 12 to one. My top choice is going to be the seven, Mr. Ricks. He's a gelding by Mr. Jess Perry out of the first down dash mare, Aquafina, owned by Reliance Ranches LLC. Mike Robbins, the trainer, and Oscar Pinedo will have the ride. He's had one win this year in six races. He's had three thirds as well. Started out the year a third-place finish against Allowance Company at Rio Doso. Competed in the Rainbow and All-American Derby Trials. Was sixth in his Rainbow Trial and third in his All-American Derby Trial. Just didn't qualify. Then about uh, three weeks after his All-American Derby Trial, he won an Allowance race out at Los Al. And then was third in his Super Derby Trial in October. And then was sixth in the Super Derby Final, Grade 1, in November. And that was his last out. As a two-year-old, he was a finalist in the Golden State Juvenile and the Los Alamitos 2 million. He's earned 159000 in his career and was bred in Utah by McCauley Land and Livestock. For second, I've got the five, Dr. Gene at five to two, a gelding by favorite cartel out of the A. Regal Choice Mare, Don't Pass Bar. Ed Allred, the owner breeder in California, Scott Willoughby trains the jockey Oscar Andrade Jr. Nine starts. Three wins, one second, two-thirds for Dr. Gene. He was unraced as a two-year-old, but started out the year in January this year, was sixth against Maiden Company, then broke his maiden a little over a month later, fourth in his El Primero Delano Derby trial, then ran in three straight allowance races, was second, third, and first in that order. That was over March through May, one each month there. Was third in the Vandy's Flash Handicap in June, fifth in his Super Derby trial, and then was the winner of the Town Policy Stakes last time out on November the 7th. He's an earner of $32,000 now in Dr. Gene. And for third, I've got the three, Dr. Tool, at 6-1. to one. He's a gelding by Kiss My Hawks out of the one famous eagle mare where eagles soar. Luis Gonzalez owns, Jose Flores trains, Jesus Valenzuela will have the ride. Three wins and seven starts this year for Dr. Tool. Started out the year at Sunland, was sixth in the West Texas Derby Trials. Obviously didn't qualify there. Then went to Weber Downs and won both the trial and the final for the Weber Downs Derby Challenge. That was in May. Also won the Pocatello Downs Derby Challenge in July. Was third in his trial for the La Fiesta Derby. Ended up qualifying to that race and was fourth in the finals. And in his last time out, he was second in the AQHA Derby Challenge Championship at Albuquerque back in October. Dr. Tool has earned $117,000 now in his career. And earlier in his career, he was third in the La Fiesta Futurity. So there's all his stakes races covered there. And that's why he's my third pick. That's the three, Dr. Tool. The eighth race, the second division of the A Ransom Handicap. 
My top choice in this one is number three, Ain't Working. Actually, first we'll go over the field here. Don't want to get into the picks just yet. We'll have the one, Terra Fire, at 10 to 1. The two, Victorio Jess JQM, at 9 to 2. The three, like I said, Ain't Working, at 7 to 2. Pesky's the four, at 5 to 2. The five is Sweet Expectations, at 10 to 1. The six is All Prettied Up, at 9 to 2. The seven is Chaito Cartel, at 10 to 1. And the eight is Kick It Papa Joe at six to one. So you heard it. Ain't working's my top choice. A gelding by favorite cartel. Out of the Corona Cartel mare, Working Girl Blues. Owned by Heavy Hitters Racing Stables, Chris O'Dell Trains. Eduardo Nicasio will have the ride. Ain't working. Has one win and eight starts this year. First time out was in the Maiden Stakes Trials at Los Alamitos. Won her trial and ran second in the finals in February. Then was shipped to Oklahoma City, ran second in the Oklahoma Derby Trials and the Finals, Grade 3 Derby there. Also third in the Heritage Place Derby Trials, didn't qualify to that Grade 2 Derby. Was fourth in an allowance back at California, then third in the Super Derby Trials, and last time out was third in the Southern California Derby Trials and didn't qualify, so he is here in the A-Ransom Handicap. And uh, was bred in California by Steve Burns. Ain't working under $72,000 now in his career. Second, I've got the two, Victorio Jess JQM at 9-2. A gelding by Apolitical Jess out of the walkthrough fire mare, Personal Glory. On by Arden Sue Floyd Family Trust, Paul Jones Trains, Raul Valenzuela will have the ride. Ten starts this year for the gelding with three wins, two-thirds and a second on his resume this year. Was second against Maiden Company in, back in February at Sunland. Then was fifth in his El Premier Delano Derby trial. Broke his Maiden finally in March at Los Al. Sixth in an allowance about a month after that. Then was out at Riadoso for the Riadoso Derby trials. Was third there, didn't qualify. And then ever since has ran allowance races five straight times. Fourth, eighth, third, and then won his last two. In October, and his last out was November the 8th. He's earned 25000 now in his career in Victorio Jess JQM. And for third, I've got the four Pesky at 5-2. to two. This is a Colt by Favorite Cartel. Out of the Stell Corona Mare, Corky. Juniors Quarter Horses Incorporated, the owners, Jose Flores Trains. Cruz Mendez will have the call. Two wins and six starts this year for Pesky. Started out the year in the Winter Derby Trials at Los Al, was third there. Won an allowance race at Arapahoe five months later, Colorado. Fourth in his All-American Derby Trial, did manage to qualify to the All-American Invitational, where he finished seventh in that one. Won his Los Al Super Derby Trial and then come back in the finals. Was second in the Southern California Derby Trials, too, last time out. Earner of 26000 in his career in Pesky. So that wraps up the A Ransom Handicap races, both divisions, at Friday at Los Alamitos. Good luck to everybody in the A Ransom Handicap. We got four stakes races on the card Saturday at Evangeline Downs, beginning with race seven, the Scoopies Leaving You Stakes, a $30,000 purse at 220 yards. Let's look at the field. Number one is Escondalo at 8 to 1. The two is She's a Rare Stoli at 4-1. The favorite is number three, the Casador at 9-5. The four is JJ Chris S. Angel at 6-1. The five is Five Bar Fast at 20-1. to 
Gidry Pride the second is number six at 12, 12 to one. The seven is Hot Prize at five to one. At twelve to one, we have the eight Eye on a Prize. The nine is Fixin' Two at twenty to one, and number ten is RF A Political Cookie at ten to one. Hard to choose against number three, the Casador at nine to five. He's my top pick. He's a five-year-old gelding by Serunaway Dash out of the Toasted Dash mare. Told you. Rain Knight, the owner, Michael Zingelman trains. Give it Ortiz will have the ride. He's lit the board all eight races he's been in this year. He started out against Allowance Company at Louisiana Downs, was third there. Also third in the Mr. Jess Perry Stakes at Louisiana Downs. From there, he went on to win three straight allowance races across Louisiana and Delta Downs between March and July. And then his last three races have all been second-place finishes in stakes races. He was second in the Flying Breed at Delta Downs, second in the Gently Dash, as well as the Lakeview Dash Stakes in October at Evangeline. That was his last out. Earlier on in his career, though, he won the Mardi Gras Derby in 2018, was fifth in the Delta Downs Derby, also a finalist in the Louisiana Champions Day Derby, won the Flying Breed Stakes at Delta Downs last year, has been in a bunch of stakes races over his career and has earned 225000 The Cazador is my top choice in the scoop he's leaving you. For second, I've got the seven hot prize at five to one, a four-year-old filly by fast prize dash out of the Corona Caliente mare, Hot Dare. Annette Fall, the owner, Robbie Mess Trains, Noe Castaneda will have the ride. Two wins and eight starts this year for hot prize. Won an allowance race back in February at Louisiana Downs. Ran against Allowance Company three times after that, five or fifth, fourth, and second across those three allowance races, and has ran three stakes races here recently. In August, was fifth in the Flying Breed Stakes at Delta Downs, seventh in the Lakeview Dash at Evangeline in October, and last time out on November the 19th, won the Evangeline Downs Dash, and that was pretty good there too. 95000 in earnings for Hot Prize. I got her for second. For third, I've got the two. She's a rare Stoli at four to one. Another four-year-old filly by Stoli out of the rare form mare, rare Textee. Karen McKinnon owns. Robbie Mess Trains and Russell LeBlanc will have the ride. Slit the board six times in seven starts this year. Started out at Louisiana Downs, fifth against Optional Claiming Company out there, then won a claimer at Louisiana Downs, second in another Optional Claimer, then third, won a starter allowance at Delta Downs, back in August, and then her last two races have been against Optional Claiming Company, third and second. Last time out was November 5th out at Evangeline. She's a rare Stoli, now an earner of 66000 in her career. And for fourth, I decided to throw in a little long shot pick here. That's the nine, Fixin' Two at 20 to one. A five-year-old mare by a Zoom Me Two out of the He's a Fast Dash mare, Deadly Jezebel. Gerald DeWitt, the owner breeder in Louisiana, Anthony Airy, the trainer, and Ubaldo Luna, We'll have the ride. She's led the board three times in six races this year. Was mainly ran against Optional Claiming Company, um, but was second against Optional Claiming Company in February, Louisiana Downs, then third in another one in March. And then here more recently was seventh in Starter Allowance Company at Delta Downs, and last time out won an Optional Claiming race on November the 5th at Evangeline, an earner of 51000 That Optional Claimer was at 220 yards, or excuse me, 250 yards, I should say, 
cutting it down to 220 here in this one. So that's the Scoopies leaving you on to race eight on the card. The Louisiana Million Invitational, ones that didn't qualify to the big one later on in race 10. Here's your field. We do have a coupled entry in this one, the 1 and 1A. The 1 is Runaway Fast Dash, and 1A is Bad Girl Corona. They're both at 9-2 to two as the coupled entry. Runaway Fast Dash will break from post 3, and Bad Girl Corona will break from post 9 in the starting gate. The 2, breaking from post position 1, is RF Famous 5-Bar at 6-1. to one. The 3 is Shortstop Express at 3-1. to one. The 5, La Savanne at 20-1. to one. Five is a political high, six to one. The six is a political chase with eight to one odds. The seven is JM Friday at fifteen to one. Seven to two on number eight, BP Fancy Girl, and the nine is Runaway Stars at ten to one. So in this one, I decided to pick the three shortstop express. This Phillies by Freight Train B out of the first prize, Perry Mayor, Ali Zoom, Jose Estrada Quarter Horses, the owner. Joel Hitron, the trainer, and Ubaldo Luna will have the ride. He's left the board six times in seven races, earning over 100000 this year. One first two, the Lassie Futurity Trials and an allowance race at Delta Downs this summer. Was third in the Lee Berwick Futurity Trials and ended up running fifth in the Lee Berwick Finals. Also won the trial to qualify to the OQHBA Sale Juvenile Stakes. Ran second in that one and also second in the Million Trials back on November the 21st. I like Shortstop Express and Freight Train B Phillies have done very well this year. For second, I'm going to go with the coupled entry here with Runaway Fast Dash and Bad Girl Corona. Let's talk about both of them, starting with Runaway Fast Dash. He's a gelding by Sir Runaway Dash out of the He's a Fast Dash mare, Fast Girlfriend. Down South Racing, the owners, Ned Gutierrez, the trainer, and Antonio Alberto will have the ride. Earner of 87000 this year in Runaway Fast Dash. Six starts, one win, one second, and two thirds. Broke his maiden at third start in August in the Lee Berwick Trials. Ended up running fourth in the Lee Berwick Finals. Was second in the D-Sake Stakes at Evangeline in October. And then third in his trial for the LKHBA Million. The other part of the coupled entry, the 1A, Bad Girl Corona. She's by Open Mia Corona out of the Stoli Mare, BP Stoli's Girl. Runaway Racing, the owners, Ned Gutierrez Trains and Rolando Pena. We'll have the ride. As one win and six starts as Bad Girl Corona, and it was in the trials for the Louisiana Million. Before that, was let's start with the first race, was third in the Mardi Gras trials, second in the Lassie trials, second as well in the Lee Berwick trials. Back-to-back third-place finishes against Maiden Company heading into the Louisiana Million trials. Not worse than third and six outs. That's not too bad. Has earned just $14,000 now, but it's mainly because she didn't make any of those finals that she was trying for earlier in the year. For third, I've got the 8 BP Fancy Girl at 7-2. She's by BP Wagon Train out of the Agouti Mare Dagouti. Martin Trejo, the owner and trainer, Jose Rodriguez, will have the ride. Has lit the board five times in seven races and not only lit the board, but has been first or second five times. Not a good outing. His first time out was eighth in the Mardi Gras Trials, then broke his maiden at Louisiana Downs about a month later. And won his Lassie or Lassie Futurity trial as well. And then with second in allowance, two allowance races was second in July and October at Delta and Evangeline. Won the LKHB 
a million fraternity trial and fifth in the Louisiana Champions Day Juvenile last time out on December 12th. Earner of 31000 in BP Fancy Girl. And for fourth, I've got the two RF Famous 5-Bar at 6-1. to one. This is a gelding by 5-Bar Cartel out of the Separatist Mare, one famous cookie. Jose Espinosa, the owner-trainer. Everardo Rodriguez will have the ride. Four starts for this gelding. He's won two of them. He won a maiden race at Gillespie his first time out in August, then seventh in the self-fertility trials, and then won an allowance race in October, and then was third in his million trial last time out. So there's the juvenile. On to the ninth race. That's the LKHBA Breeders' Derby. Should be a good one. Purse of $100,000 at 400 yards. Field of 10. And here they are, number one, TaylorMade Cartel at 15 to 1 on the morning line. The two is JRS Corona's Toast at 30 to 1. The three, Apolitical B Snow at 20 to 1. The four, Swamp Eagle at 5 to 1. Leaving You Blue is number five at 12 to 1. Sir Runaway Cash is number six at 6 to 1. Seven is top notch at 10 to 1. Life in the Fast Lanes is the favorite at 7 to 5, breaking from post position 8. The 9 is Love the Way You Fly at 5 to 1 on the morning line. And the 10 is LTO Thumbs Up at 30 to 1. And the two horse, JRS Corona's Toast, this is his first start since being reported at Gelding, I should note. It's hard to pick against the fastest qualifier, number 8, Life in the Fast Lanes. She's been dominant here recently and all year pretty much. Five for five this year. Philly by Jess Louisiana Blue. Out of the Panther Mountain Mare, Panther in the Fast Lane. Owned by Jason Richards and Michael LeBlanc. Kenny Roberts trains and David Alvarez will have the ride. She's won seven of nine lifetime in life in the Fast Lanes. Let's go through her whole career. Was third in the Lassie Futurity her second time out last year. Was also a finalist in the Louisiana Million last year. She only ran four times in 2019. This year won an allowance race to kick it all off. Then the Vinton Stakes. Then the trials and the finals for the Delta Downs Derby. And then won the trial coming into this Derby as well. She's an earner of nearly 270000 in her career. And she should be fun to watch on Saturday. That's the eight-horse life in the fast lanes. For second, I got the four Swamp Eagle. He's a gelding by He's a Fast Dash out of the one famous eagle mare, G. Witt. Fausto Mendoza, the owner, Joel Hetron trains, and Ubaldo Luna will have the ride. Two wins and eight starts this year. Four seconds and a third on that record as well. Second against Allowance Company his first time out in 2020. Then second in his Mardi Gras Derby trial and did qualify to the Mardi Gras Derby. Ended up 10th in the final. Ran second back-to-back times, once against the Claiming Company, and then in the Vinton Stakes to Life in the Fast Lanes. Then won another allowance in August at Delta Downs, third and one at Evangeline, and then won his trial coming into the Derby here, also at Evangeline. He's an earner of 54000 in his career and was bred in Louisiana by David Dunn. For third, I've got the nine, Love the Way You Fly, at 5-1, to one, a colt by Fury of the Wind, out of the tempting dash mare, love the way you lie. Todd Maddy, the owner. Trey Ellis trains. And Juan Garcia Jr. will have the ride. Two wins and six starts this year for the Colt. He started out second in the Mardi Gras Derby trials, then third in his Old South trial. Also third in the Old South Derby finals in July. 
won his trial for the Delta Downs Derby, ended up fifth in the Grade 3 Finals, and then won his trial coming into this Derby here. He's earned nearly 80000 and was bred in Louisiana by Copper Spring Ranch. And for fourth, I've got the six, Sir Runaway Cash. At 6-1, to one, a gelding by Sir Runaway Dash out of the He's a Fast Dash Mare, MCM Primo Dash. Meal Ticket Racing, the owners, David Bustamante, the trainer, and Gilbert Ortiz will have the ride. Two wins and five starts this year for Sir Runaway Cash. Has won 6 of 12 lifetime. Let's go back to last year. Was a finalist to the Lee Berwick Futurity in July. Was also the winner of the LQHBA Sale Futurity in September at the fairgrounds. Was fourth in the Louisiana Million last year, and so far this year has been a finalist in the Mardi Gras Derby, and this is his only other derby he's qualified for here in the Breeders' Derby. He won two straight allowance races at Delta and Evangeline over a two-month period and was fourth in the trials coming into the finals here. He's earned 324000 now in his career. So that's the Breeders' Derby. We'll go on to race 10, the big one, the Louisiana Million Futurity, grade one, $1 million purse. But I'm going to need to get me a drink of water before we get into that. My voice is getting a little raspy here. Okay, here we go. Field of nine here in the finals, 400 yards of distance in the Louisiana Million. Let's look over the field first. Number one is Black Blood at six to one. On the morning line, he is a gelding by A Political Blood out of the sweet first down mare, Black Rosalita. Owned by Rain Knight, Michael Zingelman, the trainer, and Juan Garcia Jr. will have the ride. Pretty impressive resume here for Black Blood. He's won four times in five races. His only loss comes in the Laddie Futurity where he finished seventh. But, of course, he won his trial to get into that. Won his Lee Berwick trial as well. Didn't qualify, though. Won an allowance at Evangeline in October as well as his trial coming into the Louisiana Million. High hopes for Black Blood, an earner of 32000 in his career, breaking from post one. The two is JRS Shiny T at 12-1 to 1 on the morning line. This is a gelding by T-Cause out of the first to shine mare, a wrangle to shine. Kathy Goodale, the owner. David Bustamante trains, and Gilbert Ortiz will have the ride. Three races for JRS Shiny T this year. Has lit the board twice, was second in the LQHBA self-faturity trials, Ended up qualifying to that grade one race and was sixth in the finals there. And then about a month later, won his trial to qualify here to the Louisiana Million. Number three is San Lorenzo at 7-2. He's a colt by Corona's Leaving You. Out of the Mr. Eye opener mare in the open. Owned by Rogelio Marquez Jr., Hector Alcala trains, and David Alvarez will have the ride. Three wins and five starts this year for San Lorenzo. He started out with a win in the Laddie Futurity Trials, ended up fifth in the Grade 2 Finals, won his trial for the Lee Berwick Futurity, and ended up going on to win that million-dollar final at Delta Downs in August, and took the layoff and was third in his Louisiana Million Trial last time out. He's earned 548000 now in his career. The four is Lafitte at 20-1 to 1 on the morning line. This is a gelding by Sir Runaway Dash, out of the streak in La Jolla, Mare, me and me only. Luis Castellanos, the owner. Rolando Orozaco, the trainer. And Rolando Pena will have the ride. He's lit the board twice in five starts this year. Started out fifth in the Mardi Gras Futurity Trials. Then won his Laddie Trial. Didn't qualify there. Was fourth in the Sale Futurity Trials. Didn't qualify to the Futurity, but did qualify to the Constellation. 
and ended up fourth in the consolation as well. And then last time out was second in his trial coming in to the Louisiana Million here for Lafitte. The five is El Camino CL at 9-2. to two. He's a Colt by He's a Fast Dash out of the Mr. Jess Perry mare, eyeing Miss Perry. Owned by Delfino Lozano IV, Jose Sanchez trains, and Raul Ramirez Jr. will have the ride. This Colt's been dominant all year. He's won five out of seven races this year. He won three in a row to start his career off, including the trials and the finals of the Mardi Gras Futurity, and won his trial for the Laddie Futurity as well, and qualified to that one. Ended up third in that Futurity. Won his Lee Berwick trial as well and was eighth in the Lee Berwick finals and won his trial coming into the Louisiana Million here as well. He's been consistent as consistent can be. And he's earned nearly 220000 this year. The six is a double Corona at nine to five. He's a gelding by Open Mia Corona out of the Dash and Buy mare, Corona Dash and Buy. Tommy Hayes and Bobby Barnett, the owners, Jose Sanchez trains, and Eddie Sanchez will have the ride. A double Corona has never been worse than second in five career outs. He was second his first two times out in the Laddie and Lee Berwick Futurity Trials. Won his trial for the Cell Futurity at Evangeline this year and ended up winning the Cell Futurity Finals as well. He won his trial coming into the Louisiana Million. That puts him at 230000 in earnings for a double Corona. Won by first crop sire, Open Me a Corona. The seven is Fast Dash and Diamond at 8-1. to one. This is a Philly by He's a Fast Dash. Out of the FDD Dynasty mare, Diamonds are Forever B. Mo Racing are the owners. Kenny Roberts trains and Everardo Rodriguez will have the ride. Hasn't been off the board in five starts this year for this Philly. Second against Maiden Company at Delta Downs in July. Third in the Lee Berwick Trials. Won the Self-Faturity Trial and ended up third in that Self-Faturity behind a double Corona and was second in the Louisiana Million Trials coming into the race here. The eight is TDZ Rolex Rattler at 10 to one. He's a gelding by Freight Train B out of the first down dash mare, Rolex time. Rosendo Valdez, the owner, Rosendo Valdez Jr. trains, and Jorge Linares will have the ride. Three wins and six races for TDZ Rolex Rattler. Won a maiden race first time out in March. Fourth in the Laddie Trials, his second time out, then seventh in against Allowance Company. Won his trial for the Self-Aturity in October and ended up fifth in the Grade 1 Finals. And won his trial as one of the fastest qualifiers coming into the Louisiana Million here and earned a 46000 in his career for TDZ Rolex Rattler. Rounding out the field is the 9 Tizo at 12-1. This is a Philly by T-Cause out of the Jess Louisiana Blue Mares saying the Blues. Joseph Landrano, the owner, Lanny Keith trains, and Leonardo Rodriguez will have the ride. Has been first or second four times in six starts. Second in the Mardi Gras trials first time out. Ran back in the Lassie Futurity trials. Second in the against maiden claiming at Delta Downs. Won the trial for the self-futurity. Qualified and ran eighth in the grade one finals. And won the trial here for the Louisiana Million. So there's your field. This one's going to be hard to choose from. But I just have a feeling about number one, Black Bud. He's at 6-1. to one. There's a lot of heavy favorites in this race. I think he might just pull the upset. Like I said earlier, four wins and five starts. That's pretty impressive when you think about it. He's lightly raced. You guys know how I feel about 
horses that are fairly lightly raced this point in the year. And, you know, I just I just think he might pull an upset here in the Louisiana Million. And he might be at a good price, too. That's the one black blood, my top choice. I think the favorites will follow him, though. So I'm going to go with the six of double Corona for second. The self-aturity winner. He's been dominant all year, too, at nine to five. El Camino CL is my third choice. Another one that's qualified to a bunch of faturities. He's been dominant, too. He's going to be tough to beat, but I think he is beatable here in the Louisiana Million. And then I'm going to round it out with San Lorenzo as my fourth pick from the three-hole. And it's going to be a good one here in the Louisiana Million. I can't wait to watch. So we have the one Black Blood as my top choice, and then the six, a double Corona for second, the five, El Camino CL for third, and the three, San Lorenzo for fourth. One, six, five, three in the Louisiana Million. Joining me now is a three-time Greatest Stakes winning jockey this year and recently won the Los Alamitas 2 million aboard a political patty, Armando Cervantes. First of all, congratulations on your third Graded Stakes win this year in the Deuce on Sunday. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Take us through that race start to finish and what was going through your head at the moment during the race? Well, you know what? Just, uh, she was being a little fidgety in the gate when famous cartel Jess broke through the through the gate. That gave her a good chance to calm down and get ready to go. When the gate popped, I I see no competition. It it was as if she was running by herself. Once once we were getting close to the wire, I started seeing uh, flashback every stride getting closer to me. But by the by then, thank God I had gotten to the to the finish line already. Um, I would like to thank Monte Rosa and everyone that forms a part of this group. This is a dream come true. So at what point did you think you had it won? She seemed like she was running hard from the very beginning. Well, yeah, you know, since the gate, since we popped the gate, you know, since the, we left the gate, I, I just, I didn't see no one, you know. She was just winning by like, by like a lane. Maybe more. Now, you've ridden a political patty in every single one of her starts. What was your impression of her after her maiden race? Well, you know what? I always always knew she could run. She's just, uh, she's just been great. We worked her, her first workout. She, she reared up a little bit getting out the gates. She still managed to work 12-3. Uh, and then from there, I knew, you know, I knew we had something there. Told Monty, you know what? This Philly got talent. She could run. So we worked her again. And then that's when she really impressed me. You know, she worked tall flat. That's when I was like, well, you know what? She she could run. Now, how did she improve as the year went along? Well, you know, she just, she got mature running. Just not at the gate that much, you know. She's just been... You know, a lot of she's been having a lot of problems in the gates, but you know, we always take her to we always school her and everything. It seems in the morning she does great. She stands perfect. But just in the you know, when it comes to racing, that's when she gets a little nervous. You know, they start putting the horses in. She gets a little tense. But other than that, the only problem she has, you know, she just lifts. She lifts up, comes back down, and she's ready to go. She doesn't move no more. Now, help us learn a little bit more about you. How long have you been riding professionally? 
professionally, uh, I started in uh, 2016. Okay, so about four years now. Was there any other career path you wanted to take at one point, or have you always wanted to be a jockey? Always wanted to be a jockey. Now, what are some of the challenges personally you've gone through in your career as far as being a jockey? Well, you know, just uh, going to barns and trying to, you know, hustle, but there's always going to be, there's always going to be a, you know, you go to the barn and then, hey, you guys, you guys need help, you know? And there's always going to be a no, but you always go go back and keep trying until they say yes. You bug them. Yeah, that's right. Have there been any, yeah. any riders, like veteran riders, that have given you tips over the years? Uh, yes. Uh, Rodrigo Aceves, he's always been a good guy with me. You know, he's always been a good, good person. Always, you know, showed me a lot. And I, I admire that guy. He's just really, really cool. Now, who introduced you to the sport of cold horse racing to begin with? Oh, my dad. He, uh, he had horses, you know, just uh, regular saddle horses. But he he would uh, he would take me to the races to Losal, and then you know I always I always told him I I like it. You know, I wanna I want one of these days I wanna ride here, and thank God you know the thing my dream came true and it was just awesome. Now, what's your favorite part of your job to wrap this thing up? Well, you know, just uh, being around the horses, uh, riding them. It's just, uh, what can I say? A job like this is just great. It's a blessing. Saturday at Los Alamitos, we have one stakes race on the card out there. The grade three first down dash handicap, $25,000 purse at 400 yards, a field of six to go forth in the finals here. Number one is Jess Macho Corona at four to one on the morning line. The two is Marfilmio at eight to one. The three is Cartel Rocks at 12 to one. The four is Corona Jumpum NRL at seven to two. The five is Right Quick at nine to two. And the six is Red Hot Cartel at six to five. My top choice is gonna be number one, Jess Macho Corona. He's a four-year-old gelding by Corona Cartel out of Jess Send Me by Feature Mr. Jess, owned by Turner Farms and Connie Nutt, Paul Jones Trains, and Ramon Sanchez will have the ride. This gelding hasn't won a race this year. He won four, though, in his career. Last time out, he was fifth in the Z-Wayne Griffin Director's Stakes. He was also a finalist in the Los Al Invitational Championship in October, fifth in the Go Man Go, second in the Vessels Maturity this year, was fourth in the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship, so it's not like he's ran against overnight claiming horses. He's ran against some of the best in the country this year, and he's got a small field to work with here in the final of the first down dash. So I've got some high hopes for him on Saturday. He's earned 646000 in his career and was bred in Oklahoma by Turner Farms. For second, I've got the six Red Hawk Cartel at 6-5. to five. He's by Favorite Cartel, out of the Hawkinson Mare, Red Hawk Chick. He's owned and bred in California by Martha Wells, Matthew Fales Trains, and Louise Valenzuela will have the ride. Two wins and seven starts this year for Red Hawk Cartel. He started out the year fifth in the Brad McKenzie Winter Championship Trials, fifth in the Vessels Maturity Trial in June, sixth in the Independence Day in July, and then one an allowance in August, second and another one a couple of weeks later. 
fifth in the LaSalle Invitational Championship in October and then won an allowance race last time out on November the 14th. He's earned 211000 now in his career in Red Hawk Cartel. And for third, I've got the five right quick. Right quick is a 92 on the morning line and a five-year-old gelding by favorite cartel out of the chicks. Beduino mare, I'd be a quick chick. Alberto Rosales, the owner. Yannette Rodriguez trains and Raul Valenzuela will have the ride. He's left the board five times in eight starts this year. Started out second in the Cypress Handicap in January. Won the blink of an eye in February. Second in the Mr. Jetmore in March. Sixth in the Kawea Bar Handicap, grade three in May. Won the Independence Day in July, second against Allowance Company in September, was a finalist in the Los Al Invitational Championship, and was seventh in the Z-Wing Griffin Director's Stakes. So he ran against tough competition his last two times out, but it'll be just a tad easier here in the first down dash, so I've got right quick in there for third. So that's 165 in the first down dash handicap. All right, guys, I guess that's all I got for you on this episode. I was going to go over the Southern California Derby, but I don't have the entries to go off of yet. Uh, I want to see the post positions and all that before I pick that. Uh, it's going to be a tough one, though. A lot of good horses in it. I'm excited for it, and we'll get the recap of that next week. But a uh, special shout-out to Matt Dunn and Armando Cervantes for their time on being guests on the podcast this episode. Really appreciate them. Good luck to everybody running in California and Louisiana this weekend in the big races and all the races on the card. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Support for the podcast is brought to you by Flare Strips. During intensive exercise, horses can only breathe through their nose and not their mouth. That means all oxygen needed for exercise can only pass through the nasal passages, the narrowest part of the upper airway. A significant portion of the nasal passages is supported by bone or cartilage. When breathing hard, the soft tissue overlying this unsupported region is sucked inward, reducing the nasal passages and greatly increasing resistance to air intake. Studies show that during exercise, over 50% of resistance to air flow to the lungs comes from the nasal passages. Flare equine nasal strips make breathing easier by providing a spring-like force that gently supports the soft tissues over the nasal passages so they collapse less. Numerous studies prove that the strips improve airflow to the lungs, reduce fatigue, reduce lung bleeding, and quicken recovery. Visit flarestrips.com for more information.